Thanks for listening to the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry, here to help educate, motivate, and put you on the right path to take control of your health through weekly discussions on topics in the medical field, public health arena, and in your community. And now your host, Dr. Barry. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Medicine Mondays. Yours truly, Dr. Barry Pierre. We have a special guest, and we are going to be talking about an amazing... It, we're, we're coming off a high, a natural high, right? Not like, not like a drug-induced high, but a natural high coming fresh off the third annual Autism Black Conference. We again have one of my favorite guests, obviously no bias, Maria Davis-Pierre, CEO of Autism and Black. Maria, again, thank you for stopping by uh, this show this week. Let's talk. Let's have conference talk. Like, I'm actually very excited. Let's have some conference talk. How are you doing? I'm good, husband. How are you? Very well. Very well. So during the introduction, right, that mini introduction we had, I talked about recapping the third annual conference. Give us your initial thoughts and feelings coming off uh, your now third successful virtual conference. Wow. Um, This year was a different type of feeling that I had because I felt like we really hit the marks this year. I felt so good. Just all the feedback, um, people saying that it was the most neuro affirming space that they've been in, that people telling me who've been to many conferences that this was the best conference that they've ever been to. So this year felt very different for me. I felt so, such a sense of accomplishment. Um, so happy that, you know, we get to provide this space year after year and it just gets better. So this year I really felt good. So leading up to the conference, because obviously when you're in the planning process, you're choosing speakers, you're choosing themes, you kind of envision what you want that picture to look like, or more importantly, what the end product to be. Was that something that you set out prior to starting and all? Like, I, I want I want to kind of go in this direction. And were you a success at doing it? Yes. Um, I really wanted to, again, uh, you know, our goal is always to have a safe space, but also make sure we are highlighting lived experiences of um, individuals who are autistic or individuals who are uh, neurodivergent. That was our main focus this year. And I think that we actually, you know, successfully hit that goal. Now, were there certain things that you've added from a wrinkle standpoint to this year's conference that you hadn't done in the first two to really try to drive that goal home? Um, I think we advertised that more this year, um, that we are Black autistic-led and Black um, neurodivergent-led. I think we just led without out the gate this year, letting people know. So I think that really helped us. Um, of course, we always take into the consideration the feedback from past attendees and try to, um, you know, hit those deficits that were there. This year, we did have a AAC user, which was amazing. Um, I know that um, something that has been one of our, you know, please try to do this next year, have someone who is um, non-speaking or an AAC user. So we did have that this year. 
And it was just a fulfilling moment for me. When we when we talk, and I want to kind of break down because obviously the conference is a kind of three day process. Mm-hmm. So I want I want you to kind of go day by day by day, and what were some of the highlights? What were some of the things and lessons that you kind of learned from that? And then obviously we'll kind of end that conclusion, right? So let's talk about day day one, right? For mm-hmm. a lot of people, obviously it's a two day conference, but you do do kind of a VIP day. Let's talk about like that first day of uh, the start of the conference. Yes, our VIP day was that Friday, and um, it started off with a um, group session with me. Um, I did a presentation, and then they got to ask one-on-one questions. Um, All of the questions that they had inside, uh, you know, and since it was also uh, more intimate than the actual 300 attendees that attended the conference, they also got to connect with each other. Um, build uh, more intimate networking since they're seeing each other and talking with each other. So that was our first session. Sorry to break your concentration. I know you're probably knee deep into today's episode, but do not forget, check out our Lunch and Learn community store, shop.drbarrypierre.com. Remember to use the code EMPOWER10 and make sure you are leaving us a five-star review, especially on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Thank you. Now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. And then the second session was our professionals panel. So we had advocates on there. We had um, uh, clinical psychologists, school psychologists. We had a physician. We had therapists, all types of professionals on this professional panel. And these um, VIPers got to ask all of their burning questions to this panel. We had a over two hours with this professional panel and they were just getting all of their questions answered. So that was um, an amazing kickoff to what would then go to be Saturday, which was opening day of the conference. Um, you know, I opened the conference um, just inviting everybody in, setting the stage up. Um, and then we had a full day of sessions Um we had Cheryl Poe that day, Shamika Allen. We had the autistic adult panel session, which was amazing again. And we actually added time. So it was a two-hour panel session. Um, then we had Sunday. Sunday, we again opened the conference strong, had many, many amazing speakers, had the uh, parenting panel session. Um, yeah, Heather Clark did her thing. I mean, it was she had an amazing um, session. And then me and you closed that day out and introduced the autism and black community to everybody. So yeah, it was a great weekend. So if we had to hold you to the fire and say, Mm -hmm. Hey, each day you got to choose, you know, your favorite presentation. And and I want you to kind of put your, 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 yourself kind of in the mindset of the audience, right? Like you know, as far as what was the more, which one got the most, you know, feedback and comments and everything else, what what would you say would, would have been probably like the highlights from a presentation perspective? Oh my goodness. That's a hard one. That is a hard one because everybody's presentation was wonderful. One thing I say about our conference attendees is that even though they know that um, they get lifetime access to the recordings, 
they still showed up consistently to every single session. Mm -hmm. um, they were like, oh, goodness, we need a break next year. So I really can't answer that question because it was consistent. And each and every speaker brought themselves in a different way to that session. So I enjoyed everyone's session. You know, it's interesting, especially you kind of mentioned, obviously, this is a virtual conference. This is a conference you can, and you and you get lifetime access to the recording. So sometimes that does make a lot of people say, hey, you know what? I could miss this session. I could miss that session. I'm going to get the recordings anyway. Mm -hmm. But to still have that energy for people wanting to check in, because the conference started with 9 o'clock, 8 o'clock in the morning? or 8.30. 8.30. So we're going to start early in the morning and... For those who, you know, my lunch and my community, y'all know a lot of times when we have these conferences, you, you always had that early morning session, but a lot of times you kind of treat it as the sleeping session. Like, I'm just sleeping on this one, and then I'll catch kind of the later one. So to have people at attention ready mm -hmm. to go at 8.30 on a Saturday and a Sunday just really kind of speaks to the testament of, you know, the words uh, and, and the the power and, and the empowerment that they're retrieving, like from these some of these amazing uh, presenters. Yeah, we even had a um, individual who, well, we had a lot of people who bought tickets from um, California, but one of them made sure that they were actually up at four thirty a.m. their time both days, so they didn't miss anything. Um, and that was like really a, a testament to the dedication and showing um, what we're actually providing to the community. You know, they were just like, this has been such an amazing experience. And I am just so thankful. It has truly got me back into wanting to advocate and wanting to do what's necessary for our community. And you kind of mentioned the community aspect of it. You kind of mentioned the fact that we kind of ended the conference speaking starting the autism black membership community can let's let's talk a little bit about that i think we should definitely i want to kind of do a little deep dive on what the community is um you know and more importantly let's start from the beginning like why did you think it was important to say you know what we need to have our own membership community following this conference what was the kind of driving goal for it hey what's up everybody it is yours truly dr barry pierre with another commercial break for the Lunch and Learn community members. If you've been asking, hey, you know what, what can I do to get more involved with the Lunch and Learn community? What can I do to get more involved with Dr. Barry? I got something for you. This year we have launched the Lunch and Learn Patreon community where you get access to a private Discord, access to live Q and A's. Depending on the tier you select, you can even become a producer on the show and choose your next topic that you want to hear and even suggest guests. So I want you to do right now after listening to this episode, of course, is join me at drbarrypierre.com slash Patreon. Check out the different tiers and join me in our private Discord today. Um, a lot of feedback um, from attendees who were saying that they don't want the feeling of the Autism and Black Conference just one time a year. They want to constantly have that feeling, that source of community, that source of support um, that focuses on the Black experience. And they want that all throughout the year, not just a weekend, one weekend out the year. So, you know, me and you put our, our heads together to try to develop um, a community that could fit that, right? So 
out came uh, the autism in black community. So let's talk a little bit about it. Like what 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 does it entail? You know, what do people kind of derive from it? Like what are some of the, the nuts and bolts associated with the autism black community? So each month we have um, themed content that we'll be covering. So you automatically get a mini course and a mini ebook. Um, you every week I will be doing a live Q and A, so you get to bring your questions with me every every week. We have a father's corner. We have a couple's corner. We do weekly check-ins for professionals and parents. Oh my goodness. We have so much going on in the community. Um, But what we wanted to ensure is that something is being, um, we're communicating with the community each and every day and that you do have time to really get your questions answered and feel that community and feel that support. Um, you know, we are trying to expand to have autism and Blacks in every state, in every city. Um, and this is just the stepping stone to that. So we are very excited about the membership. Now, I think one thing, especially with the community, more importantly, just the conference in general, and you kind of mentioned it was the fact of how important it was to be able to network. Mm-hmm. This is a community that in the past and really even in the present has always felt very disjointed, always mm-hmm. felt that information was kind of segregated uh, away from those who really needed it. Mm-hmm. So when you have a conference like this who brings the professionals, brings the people on the ground, brings the parents, brings the caretakers together and says, hey, this is what we're doing. This is how we do it. And this is more importantly, how we can benefit you um, it, it definitely speaks volumes. And when we talk about just the membership community, it, w- it was trying to answer that call of, hey, you guys do such a great job at bringing us together once a year, but we don't want that feeling to go away. Mm-hmm. You don't want that feeling of closeness, that feeling of being safe to go away until the next conference, which is, again, a reason why we say, you know, we're going to go all in on this community aspect. We're going to go all in and making sure we're um, reaching out, right? You know, obviously from a virtual standpoint uh, with the parents, reaching out with the caretakers, reaching out to the fathers, right? Reaching out and making sure uh, that information, because we know information is power. Information Mm -hmm. is what gets us from point A to point B to point C. And a lot of times, because of our lack of information, or more importantly, how difficult it is to get that information, uh, you, we we ran into some of the roadblocks. I was so I was I had a a mini mini father's corner after the conference, and I remember talking to this father who was kind of going through the struggles and talking about the struggles, and it was very clear that there was just information that I think if that father would have known and if that family would have known, would have probably uh, contributed to less stress, but because they didn't know it, because Mm -hmm. they didn't know to ask the right questions, because they didn't know which services are required and not required, because they just didn't know they were going down, um, you know, a a bunch of hurdles uh, that we, we felt like, oh yeah, you should be able to do this and that. And again, that was just off, uh, kind of a one time. So I can only imagine how important this community is going to be and not only building the camaraderie, not only building the networking, but being able to empower those who you touch. 
Exactly. I think that, you know, one of the things that, again, propelled us in starting this entire organization and everything that we do was the 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 gap in communicate in um, information getting to our community. A lot of times by the time it gets to our community, there's new information out. Um, so that was one of the things we wanted to be able to do is make sure we're having the right information, make sure we're well-equipped when we're going into these meetings, when we're advocating on behalf of ourselves or our children, and that we know what needs to be said to get things done. Because a lot of times we put our trust into the school system or the healthcare system, thinking that they they have our best interest at our heart or our children's best interest in heart. And oftentimes that's not the case. Um, so yeah, we definitely want to make sure that uh, the, the individuals in the community have the information, they have the support, they have the backup, because it can also feel isolating and lonely um, when you don't have anybody in your support circle who is raising an autistic child or, you know, has any autistic family members, so they're not understanding these sorts of things. So having that community where you can have that space where you don't have to explain as you are trying to get your support, right, um, just makes it easier and more fulfilling. So uh, obviously we've been talking about a community. Where can someone go to kind of find more information about a community, um, you know, be able to kind of share it with a friend? With like, Where can people go to kind of get some more information on that? You can go to autisminblack.org slash membership. You can check out the benefits of signing up monthly or going ahead and um, paying a yearly membership. Um, you can definitely go ahead and register, sign up, and join us over on in the community. Absolutely love it. So what typically happens during these conferences is that when you're the organizer, when you're the creator, it's sometimes difficult to live in the moment mm -hmm. because you work so hard to plan, to maneuver, to get people where they need to be, to get the speakers where they need to be, to get the attendees where they need to be, especially because we do it on a third party app mm -hmm. that a lot of times it's difficult to kind of be in said moment. How difficult is it for you sometimes to kind of be in the moment because you're you're doing hosting, you're you're creating this conference, but you're receiving all of this love at the same time. It's hard to manage it all because I think you know when you are in the moment of actually doing the conference, you're focused on making sure people are where they need to be. You know, there's a lot of back end stuff that people are not seeing, and then you know our team is not this grand team that a lot of people think. We are, it's, you know, me, you, and um, our assistant, Corey. So it's just harder to stay in that moment because we are doing a lot of back-end stuff. But I can say that at the end of each day, I read the comments, I take it all in, you know, I refer to the team, see what's going on. So I think I'm not able to be it in the moment, but after that day is done, I do take the time to take it in and just be like, oh my God, we got through day one or, oh my God, we did a whole another year of the conference and we were successful. So for me, it happens after the day's events. So yes, we would love to live in the moment, but <laughs> as, as a creator, right, as an organizer and really more importantly, as someone who really has the the eyes, the ears, and sometimes it serves as a voice for such a significant community, 
you don't necessarily have the ability to kind of focus on just the year. Because mm-hmm. you actually you actually gave us some insight on next year's conference. So let's talk about next year's conference. Uh, obviously, where is it? When is it? The theme, and what's what's what what are your early thoughts? Obviously, this is the too early to be talking about section. But I think you know because if, if you are if you are at the conference, you already know that the conference dates are already set. So let's talk about uh, next year's conference, twenty twenty four. Yeah, we had to really start planning 2024 because before this year's conference, people were already wanting to uh, put in their dates for next year to make sure that they were off or, you know, had the time. Um, You were already planning next year's conference. Um, So, yeah, we are deep, knee deep in 2024 uh, conference, um, the fourth annual Autism Black Virtual Conference. The theme is Bridging the Gap, which we're very excited about. And the dates are April 19th through the 21st of 2024. Um, yeah, we, we're going to be using a Whova app again. Um, and we're excited. We're excited. We have a lot of plans in store for 2024 um, just to make the event even greater, which is something that we always strive to do is to build each year. So you say you talk about the theme as far as bridging the gap. What was the thought process behind that theme? That theme was actually voted on by attendees. So um, all of our themes have been voted on by attendees of things that they think that, you know, we should focus on. And then we take the theme that they uh, have voted on and we kind of put the sessions in alignment with that. We kind of scale out what this would look like for us. So we're in the process of scaling out what bridging the gap would look like for the fourth annual conference. Oh, love it, love it. So again, I think obviously, especially being in the community, I want, I you know, especially give flowers when the flowers are due, give flowers when people can smell it. And when you're, in the the middle, right, but where you're in the, and I, I honestly probably the beginning, right, when you're in the beginning of such a significant journey, it, it's one thing to make sure that you're stopping to smell the roses given. So obviously, I want to sh- obviously shout you out right here and right now, uh, especially with your community, because I know for a fact your community loves you. I know for a fact your community is so excited and so happy that you decided to say, hey, you know what, I want to take on the 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 mission of bridging the gap. I want to take on the mission the mission of making sure that I empower my community with the information they need to help themselves to help their children. So that your flowers from a virtual standpoint are here, and on the days when it's like, oh, this is a lot of work. I want you to remember that you have such a huge community that uh, I guess loves the hell out of you. Right. Like, and I think that's it's been so evident year after year after year, the way they show up, the way they continue to show up, the way they continue to sing your praises. I want to make sure uh, we took a nice little block to say thank you for all that you do. Thank you, husband. That really means a lot to me. Um, And thank you for pushing me, one, because you do a lot of pushing me outside of my comfort zone Mm -hmm. and also being the complete tech person behind all things 
autism in black. So without your knowledge and expertise, we definitely wouldn't be able to do a lot that we do. So thank you as well. So where can, especially because this may be first time someone, you know, saw you on the Medicine Monday show or heard you on the podcast, where can people find you? You can go to our website, um, autisminblack.org, and it has links to most everything there, our shop, our conference, um, our membership community. So you can go right there. Um, You can also find me on Instagram where I'm most active, and my uh, username is autisminblack. If you are wanting conference tickets for next year, because we are doing pre-sale, you can go to autismblack.org slash conference 2024. And again, if you are wanting to join our membership, this is an on uh, This is a ongoing enrollment, so there's no due dates or anything. You can enroll at any time. You can go to autismblack.org/membership. Love it. Again, lunch and community message Monday watchers appreciate you. Um, this is again for especially my podcast listeners. This is the voice you hear every intro on the podcast, and I tell people all the time, and sometimes they don't believe me. Uh, in the household of the Pierre party of five, I'm like like the little fish in here. I am I am just you know Barry Pierre. I am you know I'm not Doctor Barry. I'm not you know da, da, da. it doesn't matter uh, when we have a big wig. And the reason why we have big wig because she has a big mission and she has a huge community that absolutely loves her and we love her for that. So again, Maria, thank you for joining uh, this week's episode of Medicine Mondays. Thank you for having me. Thank you for getting to the end of the episode. I am yours truly, Dr. Barry Pierre, favorite board certified internist. Like always, remember to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a five-star review, and more importantly, share this to at least two of the five of your friends and family members that you know that could be empowered with the words that you heard today. Again, so appreciative of all you guys' support. See you guys next week.